Hello, my name is Andrew Gary, and welcome to Seismic Sound Off In-Depth Conversations in Applied Geophysics. In this episode, Bill Abriel and George Caperna preview Energy and Data 2022, how to solve data challenges without breaking your systems or your budget. This Energy and Data conference is organized by AAPG, SEG, and SPE to bring together multidisciplinary communities to discuss the data challenges and solutions in areas such as oil and gas operations, critical minerals, geothermal, carbon management, hydrogen, and water. The conference aims to provide a venue to identify and share potential solutions to common data-related issues. In this helpful and insightful conversation, Bill and George highlight how the unique format will help participants discover solutions to their own use cases, eloquently highlight the business value for data, discuss a few of the challenges applied geophysicists and petroleum engineers face when working with data, and much more. This is the episode for you if you want a quick tour to understand why data matters and how it can benefit your organization. Geophysical Insights sponsors this episode. Change your tools, change your world. Machine learning technology is accelerating interpretation workflows and yielding new insights in seismic and well data. Check out the guided workflows on the Paradise AI workbench, including stratigraphic analysis, automatic fault detection, attribute generation and selection, and seismic facies classification, to name a few. Paradise is available on-premises or in the cloud. Visit geoinsights.com products to get better tools. Catalyst Data Management also sponsors this episode. Catalyst Data Management provides the only integrated end-to-end subsurface data management solution for the oil and gas industry. Over 190 employees operate in North America, Europe, and Asia Pacific, dedicated to enabling digital transformation and optimizing the value of geotechnical information for exploration, production, and M&A activity. For more information or to contact Catalyst, visit catalystdm.com and request a demo. And now my conversation with Bill Abriel and George Caperna. Well, let's start. Uh, looking back, it's exciting that the Energy and Data Conference is going to be back in Austin, Texas this year. So let's, you know, maybe as a refresher for some people, what is Energy and Data? And just what is the overall goal of this conference? Energy and Data is really trying to bring folks together in a, in a common space to bring problems forward and discuss solutions. Now, we've structured it in a single-track way such that everyone's going to be in the room. We're going to have a lot of people coming at this with a diverse point of view, and we think that that's going to really help us get to some solutions. Yeah, I like the idea that, that everyone is going to be a participant throughout the conference here. Bill, why is the focus this year on solving data challenges within a budget? Yeah, you mentioned budget, and I, I appreciate that. I think the uh, the fairly clear point is that uh, trying to work through the whole question of the digital revolution within uh, all our institutions, it's a big challenge. And one of the things that we have to focus on uh, is the, the business relationships. So we've actually uh, put some time into uh, organizing over the couple of last conferences into four main groups of people that do different work with uh, the energy trend and the data transition. One is the data integrity 
right? Which is clear in the pipeline, you know, it's gotta be good when you start. The second one is the data integration. And the data integration has to do with the fact that we're actually representing three different professions simultaneously in the subsurface, geology, geophysics, and engineering. Uh, and so trying to integrate that and get value by using that together is quite a challenge. The third is uh, data management. And um, I think that sort of speaks for itself reasonably well, but uh, there's a lot going on there with respect to where your data is and how to interchange with it. And finally, innovation. The uh, Within your budget is a specific focus here. I'm trying to point out that energy and data is about your business. It's either you or it's your institution is trying to work through making data work for you so that you can do better at your job and better at your company and make money from it. That's really important. The reason that energy and data exists is that uh, it's differentiated from uh, all the other conferences and workshops and institutions that are primarily focused on innovation practices. Somebody's got a brand new tool, they wanna try to use it, they're mm -hmm. trying to sell you on it, and that's all, that's all well and good, but it doesn't get to the heart of the business problem. So we're trying to focus directly on the business problems of individuals and companies. So within your budget is logical, right? You can't spend all of your money doing that. Uh, and you want to invest just enough so that you can make a lot out of the data that you actually have access to. But we got to stay within our budgets uh, and try also to engineer it so it's better, faster, as well as cheaper. And Bill, if I could just add on to that, you know, I, you, you keep hearing data is the new oil and, and maybe, right? But it, But it's not yet a revenue stream. And so it's something that isn't really a revenue stream, you know, the Accountants get mad at us, technical people, when we blow budgets on data. So, you know, we, we have to be conscious of that bottom line. Yeah, and this conference will help people be able to take that back to their managers or, or boss and, and maybe get this within a budget. And George, as you mentioned at the top, you know, this is a single track conference and, and they're organized into eight 90-minute interactive themes over two days. And I, I just kind of like this format here. Bill, could you provide a, a general overview of these eight themes and, and George take a little maybe in-depth look at one of those themes to help people get an idea of what to expect in these sessions? Yeah, sure. They're, uh, they're, they're mixed a little bit in terms of those four pillars that I talked about, uh, data integrity being the first one. And we've got uh, one session that lasts about an hour and a half. It's uh, data integrity which is data cleaning, visualization, uh, and we're talking about use cases and being sure the data is correct and usable, critical to anything you do. Another part of data integrity that we're gonna have is harmonizing the data sets from different sources. Things that have to do with, um, you know, the, you've got legacy data, there's uh, acquisition of companies, there's dark data, stuff that you can't find. So that's all about data integrity. The second grouping is data integration, Right. Uh, one of those sections is going to be working with diverse data collections, geology, geophysics, drilling, production. You know, how do you pull those things together to get value for your organization? Uh, and then, of course, one that's really good, which is data integration, making data fit for purpose. And I'm not going to speak about that because I think, George, you're going to go into that in some detail. So I'll move on to the data management practices. Uh, and one of those sessions is going to be securely sharing and working with data, internal asset teams versus partners. That's actually a really interesting uh, and sometimes difficult problem, especially internationally. Uh, and then finally, uh, in data management, data management tools, right? What are the data management tools like? Where are they now? What's cost effective? 
Which brings us finally then to that fourth pillar, which is innovation, which is always exciting. Uh, and we're going to talk about emerging breakthroughs about how to store and access and transfer data and also how to accelerate uh, transfer and usage, how to make it all go uh, really, really quickly. So those are uh, all really important elements. Everybody's affected by that. Some people are more responsible than others in different parts of that train, but we're going to try to get a little bit of everything covered. And George, you, uh, if you could talk a little bit about uh, making data fit for use, maybe get a feel for what it would be like as a participant. Sure, thank you. And and I, I think this is really, really important topic to talk about. And well, let's talk first about the structure of, of each of these mini sessions. And, and what we've really strived to do is to have an operator step up and be at the forefront and kind of present the problem. And, and the idea then is to follow, in this case, in, within this session, we're going to have a super major presenting the problem and have a couple vendors and service providers follow that up with potential solutions to that challenge. And we think that a lot of this structure is going to be buoyed by this single track nature where we're going to get diverse opinions and feedback from a, a, a large room roundtable type discussion. And we think pushing that brings all these points of view out and allows us to come to a consensus towards potential solution space. And in this space, we're going to be talking about all these diverse data sets and how we manipulate them to really be able to use them in all these new applications we're trying to build. And an example might be using legacy oil and gas data for CCS purposes or maybe even geothermal or hydrogen storage, uh, and how we get those scales and, and continuums together in such a way that we can pursue a solution. And I think at the end of this, what we hope to have from each of these is the interaction among the entire workshop to come to these conclusions. You know, Bill, you kind of had mentioned up at the top how there's a there's kind of multiple organizations working on this. And Bill, you're representing SEG here. George, you're representing SPE and AAPG is a major part of this conference. But, you know, Bill and George, kind of speaking to each of your respective memberships, why should they attend this conference? I can't think of a single job type in any of the energy industry practices that isn't uh, somehow focused on the data practices and data usage. You really can't uh, get your work done without knowing what's happening on the pipeline and the upper end and the on the back end uh, and where the security. You've got to know the system and the uh, the ecosystem. If you think you can do geophysics in the energy industry without understanding all of the elements of data and how it all works together, I think you're really fooling yourself. Uh, you might be able to check in and work for a day and then go home and be peaceful, but you're never going to be able to progress as a professional or a company. So I'm absolutely convinced that this is one of the um, most important things that we can do. Uh, we see this also coming from the same perspective uh, in universities. Universities are no longer talking about the theory of geophysics and maybe an application. They're talking about the full integration data usages and the criticality uh, that has to do with uh, pulling all those data sets together. Bill, I, could, I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, just, just within the Society of Petroleum Engineers, you have drilling engineers, you have completion engineers, you have production engineers, you have reservoir engineers, and all those folks are just dealing with data at various different scales 
resolutions and how we transfer that data between those groups, notwithstanding the integrated teams, which might have geophysicists, petrophysicists, and, and other geotechnical professionals involved. I think putting that forward and trying to resolve these scale challenges is really important. Yeah, and just the interactiveness of this conference is a, a great way to be around a bunch of multidisciplinary teams, essentially working together to talk about these issues, facing everyone and working together to, to solve them and kind of building off that. What is one of the challenges that are facing applied geophysicists and petroleum engineers when working with data? Well, I'll go first, Bill, you know, just thinking about operations today, whether it's in the oil and gas space or the energy transition space, our ability to just collect these vast amounts of data is is there. Now, our ability to analyze that data rapidly is not. And, and I think working towards that with some of these tools and these challenges that we're talking about at this workshop, I think is really going to be important. I absolutely agree with that. And one of the interesting things about uh, the experience and energy and data that everyone comes away with is that you'll be listening to people that have interesting problems and the description of those problems and actually getting it well described is half of the battle. It, even if you think you're alone out there right, with these problems, you find that there are other people that have similar problems. And so uh, trying to understand it from that perspective and then talking about their solutions or other people's possible solutions goes right to the heart of uh, trying to essentially engineer your way through to success in working with the data. So, so that being the case, I'm pretty sure that although you may not find every single part of this equally interesting, you're clearly going to be able to find something that relates directly to either your work or your company. And, and Bill, just building on that again, you know, it, this is really designed to create networks, right? So hopefully you'll take some of those connections home and go, oh, I remember Bill just talked about this at the Energy and Data Conference. Let me give him a call and refresh my memory about how he solved this problem. And, and that's an added benefit. For someone maybe just kind of deep in the weeds of data and technology, you know, in addition to the power of networking and, and being able to call on people when you're facing problems, is there an additional value for them to attend if they're just very familiar with this world? Absolutely, Andrew. And I talk to my staff every day and I, I kind of have the tenant, the, the more I learn, the less I know. And that might apply to, to many technical professionals out there in the data fields that you know, if they come, they have their experiences and their expertise to to leverage here, but there's going to be a valuable network of folks that are hopefully a, a similar technical experience that they can really uh, bounce ideas off of and work towards solutions to these challenges. I absolutely agree with that, George. And one of the other useful things about attending this particular conference is that it's actually uh, important that we're going to be listening to the state of the art of problems and solutions, right? So this is not last year's publications. It's not some documentation that's been written up about somebody's favorite program. It's it's right there on the leading edge, right? People that are actually working on the problems, people are working on the solutions now. And uh, in addition to that, 
the other thing about being at this conference is that there's no way that you could possibly have full information about all of the issues and the topics we're talking about. It's just way too big, right? You're going to get a, a big, expansive spread uh, and widen your base about uh, how things work and what your knowledge is. I think that's going to be absolutely critical. Now, kind of lastly, if if someone is just skipping ahead to this question, or you're coming across someone who is, is hearing about this conference for the first time, and you're telling them in a few sentences why they should attend, what would you say to them about why they should attend Energy and Data? Well, I mean... In its essence, we, we've done our absolute best to create a collaborative environment for the attendees here around data challenges and solutions. And really, we want this to be interactive. It's, it's not going to be someone just standing up there lecturing. It's, it's audience interaction. We think that there's going to be a lot of value driven from that. And we hope to see everyone in November in Austin. Yeah, I would probably uh, add only uh, one extra thing. In addition to what you have just said, George, which is I think that we're also focused on not just the problems and the solutions, we're focused on the business value of that. And so value value of working with data correctly, better, right, is going to be a, a very, very important part of takeaway from this conference. A number of companies invest in data. Uh, they buy it. They, you know, they get integrity from it. They work through the integration, there's the data management. All of that's overhead, if you think about it. It's only when you pull value from that well-integrated data that you make money for your organization. Uh, and it fails if you don't actually uh, do a good job of it. And people that really do well at it, they do a really nice job in their organizations, and they get bottom line immediately. And it's, it's all about the business value. Well, there will be links to register for this conference and learn more, get more details about the sessions and, and who will be there and what it's going to look like on the website that we'll have that will link in this episode. And finally here, George, since it's your, your first time on the podcast, I'm going to ask you the final question here that we like to ask the guests. What principle teaching or point of view has helped you succeed in your field? In all honesty, it's really been one of what's your problem and what can I do to help? And, and I've tried to approach that in my everyday work environment. I mentioned earlier that the more I learn, the less I know, and, and that applies here as well. I know enough to know that I don't know everything, and hopefully there's other points of view out there that, that can move my professional career along. Well, that's a, a wonderful place to leave it. I'm excited for this conference for you. I'm sure it's going to be a, a wonderful time. I liked, Bill, what you said about the bigness of this topic and how there, there's just always something to learn. And it goes greatly back to what George just said there. So thank you both for your time and for all the best of luck on this conference. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, George. Thank you, Andrew. SEG produces Seismic Sound Off to benefit its members, the scientific community, and inform the public on the value of geophysics. To show your support for this show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Simply go to Seismic Sound Off on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on your phone. It takes less than five seconds to leave a five-star rating and is the number one action you can take to show your appreciation for this free resource and follow the podcast while you are on the app to be notified when each new episode releases. Original music created by Zach Bridges. This episode was hosted, edited, and produced by me, Andrew Gary at 51 Features. The SEG podcast team is Jennifer Cobb, Kathy Gamble, and Ali McGinnis. 
Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off.